Hello and welcome to the captain's table, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Paul. Berserkro one Batman Shelley, your humble host and space bartender at the Astro Pub. And this is the captain's table. This is a podcast where uh, I bring people from all over the Star Citizen universe to talk about Star Citizen, be it the news, be it speculation, what have you. Uh, trying to bring people together to hang out and talk and just kind of like a uh, like a round table discussion with people being comfortable and just saying what, speaking their mind sort of thing. Uh, Today, we've got a brand new guest and uh, a very old guest. And I am 100% hit, um, uh, calling HG Vertigo an old man now. Uh, that's just how this, that's I just, this it's, I can't hide it anymore. It's hair. It's Let's start with um, you, Kemi. Who are you? What do you do in Star Citizen? And where can they find you? Wow. I am a fan of this game. Uh, I hang out on Twitch here and there and uh, just just elated with this this vision or this dream of something different. And as far as sci-fi, I always say this, it's in our DNA. Uh, so I, it, it's, it's a hobby of mine because uh, I've always been a PC gamer for the longest. I mean, before consoles were a big thing, um, mm -hmm. it's always been PC for me and I've played the the original Wing Commander, the series, the Privateer. Uh, Love Privateer. Yes. Uh, Strike Commander. That's another mm -hmm. one uh, Chris did where you, you had the pan vision. You you know had the corporate corporations taking over in the near future. And you're flying as a, a mercenary for these uh, corporations. So he's been doing it for quite a while. And, and now I think you know it's just him reconnecting to a new generation of, of gamers. But uh, this is an interesting thing, this Star Citizen thing. And um, mm -hmm. again, it ties us back to the sci-fi thing. So uh, love technology, into it big time, uh, into building computers and such. So this was a perfect uh, connector for me with this. And so then uh, I've been watching Paul for quite a while, Astral Pub, a.k.a. the Astral Pub, and just, uh, you know, that combination kind of sparked me into, well, let me just get into maybe streaming it a little and then get on and just, you know, uh, broadcast this game and have fun and just connect with people because uh, I, I tell you, it's a, it's a crazy thing, man, in a good way that it connects us all and brings us together in such a way that it's literally the, the backers themselves are overshadowing the, the, the project themself, itself, which is a good thing because uh, it, it shows you how much we have in common is and then bringing all this together is so so positive of course you have those negatives but you have to filter that for yourself but yeah mm -hmm. but that's that's basically me just uh enjoying the the ride and the development and seeing this happen so well, i've we've known each other at least you've been following me on twitch and i've been watching <laughs> yes. you on twitch since what? like 2017 I, I follow you on twitch what? i watch you on twitch kemi Wow. I've rated you before. You know this. <laughs> yes, you yeah. <laughs> have. Wow. Um, yeah, so I, and, and we first met in, in person in 2018's uh, yes, CitizenCon. But Kem, Kemi's one of those like old school Star Citizen like uh, content creators slash followers on Twitch. He's he's one of those names like Cupan or, or um, Ferrisalt or anybody else like that who's been like, you've seen their names like Coffee you know, uh, those, those people just, just, they're always in chats. They're always everywhere. They're always hanging out. So I'm glad to have you on as, as, as 
uh, some people in chat have said, like, how the hell has Kelly not been on the captain's table before? And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. Wait a minute. I gotta ask him or something. I'm like, hey, man, I gotta get on there, man. Yeah, like, like, Honestly, I've known Kenny longer than I've been doing the captain's table. And I've been at points where I'm like, I need someone to get on the captain's table. And it's usually H.E. Vertigo. So now it's going to be Kenny. It's going to be Kenny and Vertigo. It's the new Darge and Vertigo combo is, is, is Kenny oh, and Vertigo. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and where can they find you, Kenny? Um, uh, I'm on twitch.tv uh, forward slash Kimmy 65. Uh, so you'll find me there. You'll find my video sitting there. And uh, like you... Like you, Paul, I love the game craft theory of this game. I love the technical aspects of it. Just just the immersion. I mean, so you're going to have me talking about that, but I'm kind of a free spirit. I don't really have a schedule per se, but uh, what I want to do is make sure that when I get on, I'm giving you all that I can, passion and all, and just mm -hmm. having a good time. Awesome. Uh, and then uh, from passion and and dedication, we have salt and uh, plaid and um, <laughs> oh, what plaid. was it? swearing, swearing, salt, plaid, yes. swearing. Um, oh gosh, there was the, I keep it's it's salt the sultan of salt, right? The prince, the flan of plaid. Yes, the flan of plaid. <laughs> The prince of um, lumber sexual is lady space patrol is what you're looking for. Um, is, is is where you got people that look like a lumberjack. They dress they 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 role play a lumberjack, yes. but they're not actually a lumberjack. It's called lumber sexual. Yes. Um. Uh. uh a, a aficionado of of um of aficionado of of um uh very oh, gosh what is it aficionado Just, of safe words. Content, Paul. Right, glad we're all here to watch this train wreck live. Yes. I, is, is your writing staff having a strike or something? You're having to do it all yourself? <laughs> That's what's going on? We have staffs? Is that what's going You have a staff? You have a writing staff? <laughs> I don't... I, is, that, is that what you call your pencil? Um, yeah. <laughs> Pencils. Use, I mean, man, I, I moved to the 21st century. I, I got a pen. Mm. It's a clicky pen too. Who are you, Vertigo? Where can they find you? And uh, what, do you, yeah. what do you what do you do in Star Citizen? Where can they find you? What do I do in Star Citizen? I am yeah. I am role playing the trash man these days. If anybody's following me on Twitter, AC <laughs> Vertigo on Twitter, uh, I was testing the entity limits in Star Citizen. I just dropped a thousand boxes at Grim Hex to see what would happen. Wow. I was super impressed that the server didn't crash while I was dropping everything. It took me two hours to do it, but. I just, I do stuff at Star Citizen. I'm a full-time Star Citizen streamer on Twitch. You can find me over Twitch TV at HE Vertigo from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Pacific. That's the Seattle, Los Angeles time zone. Uh, you can find me over on Twitter, HC Vertigo on Twitter. Uh, I'm also on YouTube, HC Vertigo on YouTube. I don't really do anything with my YouTube channel. I need to do more. Um, just generally everything on Star Citizen. Right now we're doing the 315 PTU. Um, we tried doing a Clovis Darlene kneeling mission today. Oh God! How that end? After we did the whole drop everything out of my inventory over at Grim Hex, and it crashed just before I was able to get to the outpost to turn the card ah. in. So I don't know if those missions work, but hey, at least you can get the card out of the slot. That's so that's good. nice. Nice. Ah, all right. Let's. Well, speaking of three fifteen PTU, let's get into our topic for today. The first topic being three fifteen PTU. It was released during CitizenCon, so which was last week. So it's been it's been out for uh, a week as of today. Um. And uh, 
there's been ups and downs, uh, some interesting additions. Uh, so, and since all of us have been playing it, uh, I figured we'd get a little bit of, and we all have first wave access. There's many people who don't have first wave access who are waiting for second wave or for uh, the, you know, open. So I figured we'd, you know, first off, if you are one of those people, go watch all the wonderful content creators who are creating content like Vertigo and Kenny and myself. Mm -hmm. um, but also what should they expect? Like you, people who are waiting in the sidelines, what should they expect? What are the goods? What are the, what are the changes? Mm -hmm. What are the bads that, you know, your highs and lows for 315 so far? Vertigo, we'll start with you since you were the last person to introduce yourself. Um, I mean, obviously they're, they're running a bit late. So, I mean, CitizenCon happened, they had to do the recording, the editing, and whatnot. And CitizenCon's always the excuse, right, this time of year. Um, uh, the, I, I, when, I, when I talk about 315, I don't, try, I don't really bring this up in a negative or positive light, but I could kind of bring it up in a negative, negative light these days. The inventory system, and the, mostly the inventory system, is going to really change stuff. And for some people, it's going to make the game better. And for a lot of people, I think, it's going to make it worse. Um, it's almost as bad as elevators mm -hmm. and trams, like how bad it is. Like every time you die, you lose everything on your body, unless you alt F4, unless, unless you just pull your Ethernet cable out of your wall. The, the, new, the crash recovery they have, basically when you, when you quit out, just loads you back into wherever your spawn point is in your bed. Um, mm -hmm. We're gonna see a lot more people do that. Uh, but basically it's just, it's, the, the inventory system is very fiddly, very tedious to use. Like you have to drag everything over and you have to hit those special item ports. Um, pro tip, everybody. Um, sometimes you can just right click on the item in, in inventory and it brings a little drop down menu out next to the item and you can click equip and it'll just, the item will just fly to the correct slot. Like mm -hmm. ammo, you could right click on the ammo and click equip and it'll just go right to your belt. And you can just keep doing that equip, 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 equip until your belt fills up. Nice. And I think a lot more people will be enjoying the FS9, the uh, Demico LMG, because there's less inventory management going on with those guns. Yeah. Uh, same with weapon attachments. Uh, for, like, the E-Mod stabilizers, the compensators, the silencers, the scopes, you can just right-click in your inventory. If you have a gun equipped that doesn't have any attachments, you right-click on it in your inventory, click equip, and it flies right to the weapon. Okay. So keep that in mind. So that makes the inventory a lot easier to use when you know that right-click trip. Uh, same with many pens. Same with the 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 medical tool and whatnot. Right-click, equip. It flies right to the spot it needs to go. So, I think they need to. I think CIG like the UI needs some 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 touching up. I'm not too keen on the UI, but it's not terrible. Like mm -hmm. the, occasionally the camera clips into stuff, or someone walks in front of the camera, you can't see your character anymore. You have to you know yeah. maneuver your camera a little bit. Uh, the item ports I find like the worst of it because you just without that right-click equip to speed things up, it's very fiddly to kind of drag everything to those little ports, and sometimes I, you can't get it just to the port you want it to. I'm surprised they don't do a double-click situation where you just double-click it and automatically equips. It's, I'm, it's I'm sure it's standard. more of an oversight. Like, this is like T0, yeah. so, yeah. obviously, give, go to go to, go to robertspaceindustries.com slash spectrum. They have a thread up there for feedback on the inventory system. Give them feedback. Give them more feedback than they could ever want. Mm -hmm. Let them know what, what irritates you, what you like, what you don't like. Um, And also, like, you... If you want to change the, the ship situation too, for especially for people who have larger fleets, I'm not someone who has a massive fleet. I have maybe trying to think of how many ships I have. I have like maybe eight ships that I mm. have that I own. Either CIG gifted me through various schemes on the website, like the the referral referral reward. I got a Gladius there that I upgraded to a Cutlass Black. 
um, ships I've bought, like my Anvil Carrick, my 890 Jump that was gifted to me by my community. Um, and it's, it's just a pain in the butt if you change locations, because when you go somewhere, whatever sh ship you brought with you, that's the ship you got with you. If you want to move any other ship over, you either have to physically move the ship over somehow, or you have to claim the insurance on it. And some ships can have substantial timers on them. So if you move from, like, I don't know, Crusader to Lorville, and you want to do bounty hunting, but you forgot to bring over your saber, click that. You have to click on that insurance timer. And it could be, like, 15 minutes where you're not using your saber, and it's just like, okay, now what do I do? And not only that, when you go over there, you have to set your spawn point, which means you have to get out of your ship, get into an elevator, or go to Loraville, get into a tram, drive over to, well, Murray of Fear of Heart, it's not in the game just yet, but yeah. you go to you go to Port Tressler, most people go to, you know, whatever space station's nearby, because it's more convenient. Get, get out of your ship, go into the space station, go to the, uh, go to the insurance, there's, there's a kiosk, mm -hmm. you don't have to go check in and go to a bed and lie down and click set your spawn point, you just go up to, there's a special insurance kiosk. That's usually near the check-in area where you can walk up to and you can check in, set your spawn point there and just walk out. Like, I thought you had to walk into one of the beds and then I discovered the kiosk. So that's nice. But still mm. kind of tedious setting your spawn point. So you're probably not going to move around too much in the Persistent Universe. Uh, and the next problem, of course, is inventory. Um, your, your inventory is specific to the station where you store your gear. Now, mm -hmm. sometimes your inventory stretches a little bit further than that. For example, like Orison, Olisar, uh, New Babbage, uh, Port Tressler, Loraville, Evers Harbor. They actually share the same inventory, global inventory, so or local inventory, I should say. So if you're at Evers Harbor, you can access your inventory down at Loraville. If you're at Loraville, you can access your inventory from Evers Harbor. So you mm -hmm. share those two slots. But if you change locations, go from Hurston to Crusader, you're not going to have access to the stuff in Hurston. So which means you have to buy all new stuff if you need to need to equip things. And the storing stuff in ship again is kind of fiddly. You gotta stand inside your ship and drag stuff around from, from the inventory, from the station inventory to your ship inventory. And then mm -hmm. of course if the server clash it crashes in transit, you lose all that stuff because you have to claim the insurance on the ship. It just leaks yeah. everything and it's, it, it's gonna change things. It's yeah. it's it's gonna be a little more tedious. Some people are gonna like it because it's gonna have more depth. Looting, mm -hmm. I love looting. It's fun to go into an outpost. Security post cry is great. It's full of stuff. I didn't and... know about that. Yeah, I've yeah, been, I've been looting. East... I've been looting all of those places I've been trying to do smuggling from, and I'm just been yeah. like, like chat's been like, "What is he doing?" And I'm like, "I'm, sh I'm trying to find the other. I know there's another. There's, I know there's another crate in here. I need to get all of the stuff it, right? out of it. You know." <laughs> but security post cry is just filled with stuff. If if you're just dead broke, you got no money, and you just need yeah. equipment. Security post cry. Like go there, wander around. If there's if there's no ships on the landing pad, no one's got the NPC mission to go to. Just run in there, dig through all the boxes, find a weapon, find a gun, knife or something, some ammo. Usually you can find like a gun and an and an a couple, you know, magazines for it. Um, and that gets that can get you equipped pretty quick. Um, you can't. I have I, one thing I'm disappointed. You can't find, you can't find hacking tools. I've looked. Mm -hmm. I would love to like, every so often to find a hacking tool in a. Uh, box somewhere because mm -hmm. those are those are those are like really precious especially for criminals um because there's there's very few places a criminal can land and actually buy a hacking tool without getting shot yeah like grim hex mm -hmm. uh, you can do it at new babbage you can land yeah. outside the commons and walk inside and buy one at the commons no problem uh loraville nowhere to, nowhere near loraville is a hacking tool sold uh area 18 you're not getting past security without getting shot mm -hmm. to to buy like a reauthorizer from the uh the cubby blast 
Uh, I love to find medical supplies, like just a MediPen occasionally, yeah. OxyPen. I love to find those in a box every so often. Uh, armor pieces other than helmets would be nice too, like chest, arms, legs, flight suits. Um, uh, but so far, I kind of like it. It's good. It's changing the game. Uh, some people would say for the better. Some people say for the worse. I think a lot of people will find it a lot more tedious, though, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Kimmy, your thoughts on 315? <laughs> well, my thoughts right now is with AC. I'm like, I'm in awe, man. I'm like, dude, where do you find the time? <laughs> Full time job, baby. It's his job. It's my you job. Know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, that that's 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 the dynamic of this community uh, and why I back when you you have this kind of uh, this interaction and this passion towards this game and mm -hmm. you cannot compare it to anything else out there as far as this energy that's being put into this game and oh I'm sorry alpha yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know when you see that it's like I want to get in I want to learn from this guy I want to do these things but Back to the point of 315, um, I, I had to talk to myself and say, hey, don't freak out. Because they're saying, okay, shite is real now. <laughs> it's getting real, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to lose your stuff. And so I'm still coming to grips of that and saying, well, wait a minute. Put it back in perspective. Take a deep breath. It's only PTU, dude. It's PTU. If you're going to screw up, <laughs> you screw up right here and now in this instance of what we have as far as you know the test server and doing all these crazy things because once it goes live you should be up to speed as to what do i need to do where do i need to go i shouldn't do this i shouldn't do that so the initial part for me was just going in and saying okay i'm going to take my aurora ln oh yeah that comes with the uh the, the shields and extra uh missiles so if you want to get the aurora ln i think that would be a good start Shit. So I took it up to one of the space stations, and then I get back into the game. Uh, of course, you got to have the spawning point. You got to select the mm -hmm. spawning point. I'm like, what? I, spawning point? Oh yeah, you you gotta you gotta uh, adhere to some uh, spawning point. So I said to myself, hmm, business decision. What do I do? What do I do? Mm, I'm gonna say R Corp. It's a little scummy. R Corp is a little sketchy as far as. You know, they have the appearance of they're about business, but there's an undercurrent or a little dirty stuff they're doing under the tables. That's them. But I said mm -hmm. to myself, because of the, the kiosk, the trading commodity kiosk, I'm saying, okay, for me, that would be a good fit. And then I'm, I'm, I'm also very familiar with getting out of that elevator, going around the corner, running down the ramp, and get, getting into the uh, the space station. So I'm, I'm very familiar with that as opposed to microtech and the you know the uh the optimization issues over in microtech and, and lorville hell no so anyway so i said okay r corp and so use that as my spawning point because you know i want to be able to you know trade or you know get items of cargo and go to the trading kiosk there so i said it was a business decision but yeah it was it was good to see or really cool to know that if you take an item such as your ship, you park it somewhere else, and then you actually look on your your inventory, and it's like, okay, where's my ship? Oh, wait a minute, that's right, it's in that station. So you travel in another ship, go to that station, and you look into your inventory. Voila, there it is. I said, okay, man, they're on to something. They're doing something here. They're uh, they're starting to get this foundational 
you know, pieces of tech in that's going to say, okay, this is what you got to go through. This is what you're going to deal with. And so with Star Citizen, I think it was always about the details. And now these details are sitting right in our face and we, you can't ignore it. You have to adhere to it. And there's, there's repercussions to that. And so it's like now they're laying down that groundwork to say, okay, this is the, this is the direction that we're going in. Uh, whether you like it or not, this this is Chris's vision. It's not. Don't get upset about that. Don't say, "Well, I got to complain about this." You know, this was the mission from the get go. This is what they want to do. This is how they want to do it. And so, with this game, it's about these details, man. And if you're not that one who can adhere to it, you're not going to thrive. <laughs> you're not going to thrive. So. You gotta, you gotta have that passion. You gotta have those, uh, you know, those, uh, those, those bits and pieces of being attentive, attentive to those details in this game. If not, you're gonna trip and stumble. And then, you know, the other aspect of it was the the medical. And it's like, okay, so this sets it apart from other games where you're not gonna say the names of these other games, but you're not running and gunning anymore. So it, mm -hmm. it sets the precedence of, well, I just want to get in my ship, blow some people up and, you know, run away and I get a crime stat and I can get out of jail. I can run and get out of jail. And now it's more of, okay, you're going to inflict pain. I'm going to inflict pain back to you. And depending on how I can strike at you, it all, the winner <laughs> is the person who's still standing. <laughs> so it's not a thing of, you know, you can go to this person, have PVP, go to that person, have PVP. You're going to have degradation. You're going to have wounds. You're going to start to degrade in your performance and, and things are going to start happen, happening in a way that it's going to start to slow you down and hurt you. So they're setting that foundation to say, this is about strategizing about what you do. This is about using your cranium to really figure out what this game is about. It's not about, you know, resetting, getting back in, shooting, and you have to have strategy in this game. So it's like, <laughs> it's here it's, we go. It's very much like a CIG, uh, whether, whether it will be fully successful or not, this is obviously an attempt to make life matter more, to, to make, make people, play, players value their life more, which is a yes. problem in video games because most of the games like I'll just go to the I'll, I'll reset I'll respawn so I can do some things I would never do normally I would never do in real life because it's too dangerous and so I, I do like that adding more risk to the reward like yeah, there's more yeah. risks but the question is at this point is there enough reward for those risks the balance yes um, I think that's and but you know alpha so we're still building on yeah that. anything else Kimmy? Uh, the loot generation. I've yet to really experience that, but I'm looking forward to that because it's setting up uh, the other aspects of the game, such as uh, mm. possibly salvage, uh, basically dumpster diving. It's sci-fi mm. dump dumpster diving at its finest. Wow. I mean, it is every 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 MMO has had like treasure chests in it where you can just pick up some items, even like consumables. You're out you're out mining for gold or digging yes. through treasure chests to find like bone shards or something for your spell components or something. But what I love about it, uh, HC, is that, you know, like Chris mentioned a while ago, it's like, uh, you know, you have your default items. 
Now, mm -hmm. at some point, they're going to get to the point where you're going to be rewarded for being that uh, quintessential dumpster diver. You're going to find these, you know, the, the Hadassian artifact was another example mm -hmm. of rare artifacts that people are willing to cut your throat for it. <laughs> you know, they mm -hmm. showed in that demo that there's that these pieces of loot or rare items are going to lead up to more complex gameplay features later on. So it's not just saying that, hey, you're randomly getting loot and collecting things, but there's a backstory, there's a back end to it that's going to allow us to level up with certain items that it's not coming off the factory floor being manufactured. You're going to find these rare items. So it, it's, it's not just SIG just giving you an item. It's them saying it's, it's the, it's the uh, prelude to more. And so I'm excited about it because the, the end game of it is going to be so much more. It's going to lead to missions, possibly uh, lead to interactions with aliens, possibly. So mm -hmm. it's, it's them working behind the scenes. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm loving the fact that they're getting loot in the game and they can actually place these artifacts out there and keep them out there and regenerate them uh, the way they want. I'm excited. Awesome. Um, I will say my, my, theory, my, my experience with the 315 is that it's a sneaky trade patch. Mm -hmm. because, because they fixed a lot of trade in the last... Um, like right before CitizenCon, um, I, uh, today yeah, I spent a lot of, I spent today a lot of, uh, kind of going through doing uh, smuggling to try to kind of figure out how to do like if I can do smuggling again, and I found out that CIG is centralizing is pooling, at least for smuggling, which I imagine is going to happen with a lot of stuff. Very specific things, like for instance, before there were three locations where you could sell illicit medical pharmaceuticals to say that so that mm. youtube doesn't get me <laughs> Re uh, reagents alchemy reagents Agents, yes mm. um eh. and the one that everyone would go to is um reclamation and disposal orinth because that was the one that sold the most profitable ones yeah they removed that so reclamation and disposal orinth no longer does um no questions asked selling and buying but they also removed all of the other minor labs. So all of the minor labs, the, um, you know, private property and the, the places that you were in the past mm -hmm. just kind of drop-off zones, they are no longer sellers of these illicit goods. There's only, now you can only get them at one location per system. So it makes it so that if you want to do any of those trades, you have to go to these specific locations and each location specializes in one commodity that the other ones don't have. So if you want to I don't sell- know why, I didn't, why it took them so long to do that. That was, that was what made Jumptown so good. It was like the place yeah. to go. It feels like they're moving towards Jumptown. It's obviously yeah. like in, in response to Jumptown V2, which is what they're planning on doing. Uh, it very, very much feels like that. Um, so, uh, but the, there's only one place you can sell them or two places still. And I think the, the second place is just because they forgot it exists, uh, which oh. is Cruel five. And now that they've, I've said that out loud, someone's going into this server database and removing that, uh, that, um, you know, no questions asked terminal, um, yeah. Cruel five and Grimhex. So Grimhex going to be popping soon, especially around oh. Jumptown, uh, Jumptown, return of Jumptown, um, Mm -hmm. Your jump town version two, Grimhex is going to be a very, very violent location, which is, I think, kind mm -hmm. of the point of Grimhex. 
Um, but that's that's a good example of them. It almost feels like they're tuning it for pyro. So 315 feels like a sneaky pyro patch. It's something they're going in and fixing and changing a lot of things in anticipation of pyro being put in. Now, good point. I'm still I'm still the cynical guy and thinking that I don't think we're going to get pyro till the end of next year, but it feels like CIG is planning ahead with 315. It's not just, you know, um new content for backers, but it's this is like, hey, this is the content we need to add into the game to push the game mm-hmm. forward, whether you like it or not. This is the way CIG is planning to move things forward. Um so um so we'll see. Uh, because this is, and chat's mentioning that they've removed that terminal before, which is true, but they've never removed the entirety of being able to purchase commodities from the minor locations. Like those are gone now, which was surprised me. They're just gone. You can no longer buy widow or ETAM or any of that stuff from the small little like one room, um, outposts that you could do before. So, um, I, I personally like the inventory system, but then again, I'm also a, uh, hardened veteran to survival games. And I know you've played a lot of survival games as well, Vertigo. So, um, you may have some similar experiences, but the loot reminded me of, of Daisy. When yeah. I was playing Daisy, because I got to the point where I'm like, okay, I found a gun, but, but, but my backpack is full. It won't fit in my backpack. I've got two guns already equipped. Well, time to carry this gun around that I want, even though I don't need it right now. So I want it so I can go put it in my ship. Um, no, that's what that's what your gun racks are for. Your ship's yes. inventory is for. Just, just, um, or you there. just grab it at the end of the ship, or you have another person there and just hold it for you. Um, but of course, is the, the as we found out playing with some people, everybody's a loot goblin. So yeah, every, while, while you're shooting, dude, someone else is running around the around the place grabbing everything. Yeah, he's like, are we gonna share here? What's going on, bro? <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing to, to keep in, into into context. If you put something into somebody else's ship's inventory, only you can pull it out. It doesn't matter if you're in a party oh, wow. member or not. Only you can pull it out. So very nice. Be kind and pick up your garbage from other people's <laughs> ships. All right. Yeah. Don't don't drop backpacks and stuff into other people's ships and then I'll pick it up and drop it off into various locations. So, um, the other thing is medical. A lot of people don't realize you can use the medical gun on yourself. So if you have a medical gun, I think it's you do not, B. It's B. By default. Yeah. yeah. You pull it up when you put it to your gun. If you don't if you don't um you don't need the med guns anymore. Many pens. Many pens. Yeah. You many pens are them. quicker to deploy. The mini guns mm-hmm. a little more fiddly to use to heal yourself. So yeah. in a in a pinch, the um what is it, Hemazol? Hemazol? Hemazol. Is yeah. faster to use, which is the default medi pen, the healing medi pen. It's faster mm-hmm. to just to press C, select the mini pen and just stab yourself and get your health back and then get back into the fight if you're getting pressed. I'd recommend yeah. at least carrying one on you at all time, one of the mini pens. Yeah, having well, a medipen it makes sense. Um, uh, the Yeah, because you also have to like switch guns to the medi gun and then hit B and then heal yourself and then, you know, swatch it back out. Whereas with the, the you hit C, stab, go, run, it's a lot faster. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe it's also because you and I have, you know, people like us have, have, um, muscle memory for for doing that just many pens survive but um uh let's see i i honestly think the medical stuff is i i i've heard a lot of bluster about it i don't think it's as bad as people think um i think the biggest problem right now is that in ptu it's ptu so crashes are mm-hmm. abound um and that's what i would expect if you were going to be playing this in ptu expect to die a lot 
Um, not because of like anything you do, but because of bugs and crashes and server crashes and 30 Ks and all sorts of things. It's just going to happen. Um, that may be yeah, smoothed out. out. It, it should be worked out mostly by, by live. Sometimes it doesn't, but, um, it's a lot worse in PTU than it is in live. It almost always is a lot worse in PTU than it is live uh, until it's the, like the patch before it goes live, then it's perfect. And then it goes live and everything breaks. So <laughs> oh, yeah. again, yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. I, I would say that this is one of the best patches of the year. Exciting. Very exciting. Would, would, would you Definitely a lot going on? on with this patch. Is, I think, I think we know that the foundation is being laid in. I think. Vertigo, let me ask you that question. Do you, where would you rank this patch compared to the other patches we've had so far? Is this the best, worst, middle? I'm, 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 I'm hesitant to say it's the best or the worst. I'm, def I'm definitely going to say it's the probably the most content heavy this year. Okay. Kenny, because yeah. I think I think a lot of people like this is this is pushing start. I kind of knew for a long mm -hmm. time that Chris Roberts wanted a slower, more cinematic game, and this is definitely pump the brakes. Uh, on a lot of the gameplay that like people yeah. are used to, like Star Citizen was very fast. You jump around corners, shoot people. Um, no, like you die, you respawn, you get your, you just open, you just respond with all your stuff on you and just go right back into playing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's going to get slower over the, over the years. Like, oh, yeah, we haven't even talked about losing. Like, when's, when's the last time you permanently lost ship components? Oh, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't happen right now, but that's going to happen in, in the near future, you know? Yeah. Yeah, ship so. ship insurance is going to get get tied into ship components eventually, and you, whatever custom stuff you put on your ship, you better update your ship insurance because that <laughs> stuff's not coming back if you lose the ship. Um, um, so we're definitely pushing forward with Star Citizen development, the vision that Chris Roberts has, and so this really is no surprise to me. But I think a lot of people will get this in their hands and will be like, "Oh boy, I didn't sign up for this." Mm -hmm. I think um, it's the case, but I also feel like if you've if you've been with Star Citizen even for the last year or so and followed mm -hmm. any kind of the development, you saw this coming. Like, Death of a Spaceman yeah. is not... Death of a Spaceman, yeah, Death of a Spaceman, but you, you basically had to be someone who was, who's following Star Citizen. You had to know Chris Roberts, you had to be following development for a while to kind of kind of see this coming. Because everything was very arcadey, Star Marine, Marine yeah. Commander. Like, it was usually... And then the Persistent Universe comes out, and their, you know, insurance timers weren't that bad, and every time they'd try to raise them up, people complain about it, and CIG bring them back down and um but yeah the, the way the ships the way ship storing works right now the way the inventory system works right now medical is not that big of a deal no. in fact i kind of like medical now because if you have a second person in your party and as long as you both don't get blapped i actually did that with someone at security post Karaya. i walked in to hack away one rank at crime stat and I ended up with like three more ranks because there was two dudes standing by the by the terminal i'm just like ah <laughs> <laughs> I them both and I'm just like, as long as you're not, as long as you're not in each other's pockets, like yeah. one guy goes down, he's screaming on Discord about getting shot by somebody. Like you could, you know, as long as you don't finish, as long as he doesn't get finished off, like mm. your buddy can maybe take, you know, scare the attacker away and then revive your revive your buddy, and then you can go back into the fight. So there's there's definitely some good positive benefits about the medical system. The biggest drawback right now is the currently the biggest meme on the PTU. Which is like that that opening scene from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, we were forty miles outside of Los Angeles when the drugs began to take effect. Uh, just everybody's running around, doping each other with up. The, with the with the yeah, just everybody's drugging each other. It's like it's like Skid Row now. 
<laughs> like you, 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 you go to try to use an elevator, you go to try to use an ASOP terminal, and you just have 30 guys on top of you just trying to pump you full of drugs so they can rob you. Yeah. It's, it's insanity. Like it's madness. Just it's, absolute madness on the PTU. And if, for a PTU, it's fine. Like yeah. I'm doing it too. I don't care. I, I, the, the best part about it, the best part about it is some guy walked up to me, like we bumped into each other as we were running past each other. And I yelled at him in VoIP to, to watch where he's running. And he watched, he yelled back that to watch for me to watch where he's running. And then we started talking and he's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm, I'm selling drugs. And he goes, oh, do you want to do some drugs? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let's do some drugs. And we, we just got, we just he got blitzed. We just got blitzed out in game, and I just walked around and uh, stumbling yeah. around, and it was just like role playing as drunk, and it was, and he was too, and it was hilarious. It was just, I, so it, it's it's annoying, but it it, 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 it it's, creates. It's funny for most people. It's funny for most people yeah. about the first time it happens. Yeah, but it gets old really quick. If you if yeah. you have anything to do in the game, if you if you want to go check out like a ship, you want to go to a ship show and look at some. Yeah. If you want to go look at your four hundred eye. <laughs> like you, you chose like new Babbage to spawn. You would go up to the ASOT terminal. You're like, I'm gonna check out my 400 I in game. You sp click yeah. spawn, and suddenly you're just unconscious yeah. at the ship terminal. So you're like, yeah. I did not sign up for this today. Yeah, um, um, I, I would say that would be one of my suggestions for CIG for this patch would be a a consent. Um, inside Armistice Zones. Yes, inside Armistice Zones. If you, if you do brutalize people as much as you want outside the Armistice Zones, but yes. in my opinion, green zones never never need to go away. Like, no. they're, they're, the green zones should have some like should be like a Care Bear field. I I don't know how to describe well, it. Well, no. So like in green zones, my expectation is if you're going into like um, any place that has a landing zone, you're going through security. Yeah. So yeah, you you you're not gonna carry anything through security. You know, nothing, not even medical stuff. Maybe, maybe like a really like a shiv or something, like something maybe. you can hide on your on your body. Yeah. Like, yeah, I easily. I but you may you may have to bribe the guard. You may have yeah. to have like going through a back door with a guard you know or something. Yeah, yeah. So, in the yeah. future. But yeah, but but so essentially, I, I think the green zones will go away. But I think like when they do, you're not going to be running around with a medical gun doping people. Like that's just not going to no. happen in the future. No. So, you know, but um. Yeah, and, and and as as Chad is saying, it'll be like the purge when Armistice guns go away. It's like, but oh Armistice yeah, it's, the community is going to brutalize each other. Like I, I, I don't, don't think Armistice zones are ever going away. I think they'll change and how they function. Mm -hmm. uh, I think CIG's got more security. They're going to have to add more security. Yeah, and I think security is going to become a lot more trigger happy. Like if you do pull out a weapon as soon as you pull that trigger, like just doesn't matter who you're shooting at. They may just immediately shoot you dead, like a sniper in a, in a, in a roof or something. Just you can't mm -hmm. see poof, dead. Um, you're going straight to prison. No, no, don't pass go. Don't collect two hundred dollars. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, I was going to say I, I don't know. Oh um, yeah. No. So I I think it's fun, but it's something that CIG needs to worry about. Is 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 a kind of a a consent situation where like yeah. no one can if someone shoots you you have a little pop-up or even just like a little, like, unless they're in your party, they can't heal you. In an yeah. System. If they're in your party, you. fine, do whatever, you know, yeah. um, that's your fault for having, having dumbass friends that like to troll you. Yeah. Um, but, it, but strangers doping each other. Like, no, like no. Uh, if I'm, if I'm standing, if I'm at full health standing inside of an armistice zone, you should not be able to dope me up. That's a good, like, good idea. Yeah. It's a great uh, idea. Kimmy, your thoughts. Is this the best patch of the year? The worst patch of the year? Somewhere in between? 
I can't separate it from where they're going and I mean following the development. I would have to give it a B plus. Well, Paul, you're a school teacher. I would have to give it a B plus in okay. context of it moving forward and where they're going with it. The higher um, end of satisfactory, you know. <laughs> yes. Not quite. Not quite into that proficient mastery range, but but satisfactory. Yes. It's 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 moving forward, and it's it's the it's the groundwork that that's necessary. And when you and what you see with uh you know, the different pieces of content and features that they're putting in, you know, you're looking at arena commander, the, the updates to, uh, that, uh, and then you, you look at, uh, now you're, you're able to, uh, use, utilize your items in a certain way and the medical aspect of the game. So the groundwork is being laid down so that now, once they get the foundational tech, the server meshing behind them, they have a base to work from. So it's not just, uh, uh, well, here's 315 and it is what it is. It's, it's laying down the foundation for them to move forward. So it, it's, it's more to come. But uh, I think this was uh, something that's been, uh, we've been waiting for this quite a while. And, but it also tells you how much work they had to put into it. Uh, you know, the new word is iCash is now Entity Graph. And so mm -hmm. uh, that's the, that's the, foundational piece that they'll need to move forward so that all these features and items can accept what we're, you know, accept the objects that we're using in game. So for them to get to that point, uh, that's, that's the underlying thing that we haven't really noticed. And, and we're saying at the same time, was it taking so long? Oh, it's late. And it's like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> if you follow and watch what's going on, uh, there's a lot of things that they're doing with refactoring things. So for them to get it out to us and to get to this point, it's it's huge. It it's huge because we're we're about to move forward. And you know, why are we why haven't we gone to Pyro yet? Because they need to do this first and set the standard for okay, this is how everything is, and then they can build from that. So uh again, uh I say based upon these 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 foundational pieces, uh it's gonna allow us to to expand out and really play the game that Chris envisioned, and then they can move forward. I, I kind of feel as though once they get the server meshing things behind us, uh, I think they have the assets ready. They have all those other pieces ready to go. So I think 315 is just the, the it's a major, I think it's a major release because after that, we're gonna expect things to move uh, forward. Uh, we're going to move, we're leaving Stanton. It's just basically capping off to say we're ready to leave Stanton because now we have the, 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 uh, the entity graph in the game, which was iCash. And now your, 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 your character, it, it means something. And, and they're basically saying, okay, before you, uh, you know, like your parents tell you to <laughs> make sure you wear your raincoat before where's, you run out. Where's a sweater? Where's <laughs> sweater? Yeah, where's sweater? It's, it's cold yeah. out there, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> And they're telling you, hey, before you leave home, <laughs> before you open that door or hit that jump point, you better be ready. No mm -hmm. crying and all this. <laughs> get, get, get your 10 essentials, get that sunscreen, make sure you have a little snack, yes. a little, little, you know. Yeah. <laughs> get yourself prepared. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. I mean, because going forward, I mean, again, this is why I back seeing you all stream this stuff, talk about the content and really get into the game, the nuts and bolts. CIG is like, thank you guys, because 
we don't have to explain all this stuff. We can sit back and not sit back, but actually continue the work that's necessary while you guys do the heavy lifting of talking to uh, followers of the game or, or streaming it. They're saying, thank you so much because you're, you're, you're unveiling things that we're trying to uh, get into the game. And then if there's things that need to be worked on, you're exposing it as well. It's not that you're bashing it. You're just saying, hey, this is HC. I didn't look. I didn't know this. With the with the medical uh, device, I didn't know that you could actually drug somebody yep. <laughs> and loot them. So mm -hmm. those are the things that that need that need to be exposed, so they can look mm -hmm. at it and say, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." He he exposed a, a, a game loop. Mm -hmm. Oh shit, we gotta fix this. <laughs> yeah. And so that helps with the development. That's a part of this. This is why I back, guys, gals. Mm -hmm. This is why I back because this is groundbreaking stuff. And whoever, I mean, I have not seen a game, or let me say, I'm sorry, an alpha where you continue to play it and it's not even a in the finished state. Whereas you have these other games are supposedly finished and people play it a little bit and they move on. We've been here since what, 2013, 2012, we're still here. And it's, it's a journey. It's a journey. Mm -hmm. You want to discover what's going on in this because there's so much more to come. But yeah, I would have to give this a B plus because uh, it, it's setting the foundation of what your character is, uh, is going to be like. There's no Superman in this. There's kryptonite mm -hmm. all over the place. <laughs> so yeah. line, a landmine of kryptonite. So take care of your character and actually uh, work together. It, you, mm -hmm. you can't play, you can't be Han Solo. Even Han Solo had a Chewie next to mm -hmm. him, right? Mm -hmm. So you got to adhere to each other and kind of do things collectively. It's telling you that, uh, you know, I, I don't have a med, med pen, but I have an empty satchel. HC has a med pen. Uh, mm -hmm. Astral Pub has a gun, so let's collaborate here, right? Mm -hmm. That's what it's about, and it's and it's not pushing the narrative to say you got to work together. Common sense is telling you to work together because the gameplay mechanics is is leaning towards that. So again, it's it's pushing the narrative of what this game is going to become. You're starting to see it being unveiled. So I have to give it a B plus because it's moving forward, and you, mm -hmm. you can't ignore that. Okay. Um. Speaking of the entity graphs and, and stuff like that, let's let's go into the next topic, which is um, which will be the last topic before we move to the question and answers, which would be the new server crash recovery tool. Which, yeah. those of you who don't know, there is a crash recovery tool that's active in Star Citizen, where if you crash the game and the server is still active. If you log back in, the game will remember where you were and put you back into your location, back into your ship, for instance. So if you're in deep space and your game crashes, uh, then and it's not a 30K, then you when you log back in, you'll log right back into where you were on the server you were in before, right as rain. Um, there's something similar that's been developed called the server crash the server crash recovery tool, which is essentially the same thing, but for 30Ks. Uh, I'll go, I, I made in a whole video of it. I'm going to put that up there in the YouTube stuff. So if you're watching this on YouTube, it'll be up there. Um, Cause I already had a video that kind of talked about this, but I'll go over it in brief. The, the, the general idea is 
The way this works is that every few minutes, the server, uh, the the game will save your status of where you were, your ships, mm -hmm. everything. This 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 the a snapshot of what your your condition and your ships' conditions are. And if the server thirty k's, then it will re-update you. It recognizes you had a server crash. It will re-update you to where it last saved you and bring you back to at least your, possibly your home port, possibly the nearest port. I don't know exactly which port because we haven't been able to test it yet. It, it'll bring you back to a port, but it will bring back all of that gear as well. Your ship, everything was inside your ship. Your, you know, save the status for everything. Um, it, where, wherever it was last saved. So effectively, this is taking the fangs out of a 30K. It's no longer going to be as frustrating to have a 30k if this system until works. until it saves a snapshot of your ship and your in your inventory during the 30k and then you lose half yeah. your stuff yes like i could i could imagine that happening. oh yeah server there's definitely just as a saving you saving you right well well there's been a lot of people out there um i i have i have more than once said that this is the end of 30ks and um a lot of people are like, this isn't the end of 30Ks. And it's like, well, none of you would have watched this video if I said, possibly we could reduce some of the, 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 the pain from 30Ks. Because, you know, y'all yeah. y'all are fickle. Y'all hate y'all hate clickbait until it actually works. And then you're... Uh, yeah, and until you're, it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's but, there's, there, there's going to be drawbacks to this technology. Um, and yeah. What's his name? Who worked on it? I'm trying to remember the guy's name. Is it Chad McKinney? Chad McKinney. Chad McKinney. Chad McKinney, yeah. This is... he's He... This is... I don't want to say duct tape and bubble gum. Oh, it's duct tape they, and bubble gum. It is. I mean, I, I, it's it's. Well, I mean, he, he, he he's purposely. They don't have something. They have something in the works. Is Dedic that's designed? Yes. To save yeah. you to, to decide to update this stuff. It comes in with iCash server meshing that kind of stuff. But they have they actually have the foundation to allow Chad McKinney to actually build a, a dedicated tool to stop 30ks yes. from being as so. So this sort of thing is going to go away in the future and be replaced by something else, but it's a yes. stopgap measure, essentially, what he said on Twitter, I believe. Yes. Yeah, it's important to remember, that's what I was going to say, is that this is not the actual, like, future where the 30Ks are effective, are, are, are effectively, not just effectively, are completely defanged because mm -hmm. the server, because the iCache, everything will... will Eventually, ease. 30Ks will just become so rare, like, yeah. you'll, you'll yeah. go weeks before you see one, and, and then there's going to be a bunch of stuff on the back end that just, like, you just, you load back in after the 30K, and you're, perfectly like, exactly you where you were. Yeah. yeah. You're exactly where you were when you crashed, unless yeah. you got shot, but, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it, that, that, will, that will eventually happen. This is not that cut, that. This is a yeah. bespoke tool they created because they knew that um, all of the stuff we we have uh, for three fifteen was going to be a fucking nightmare for players with like yeah. you know especially with thirty k's. So they built this yeah, tool. Trades back in your inventory, yeah. your your ship's inventory, so you can have cargo. You could be flying a caterpillar with cargo in the cargo bay, a bunch of crap in your inventory, with a bunch of your friends in the turrets. And they all have stuff in their inventory. A 30k hits, you're wiping out a ton of effort. Yeah, but yeah. with this tool, it should at least back this up. Now, so so yeah. the question becomes like, like what are your expectations? We'll start with you, Vertigo, on this one. Mm -hmm. um, what are your expectations for this tool? Like, what do you do? You see this being like an effective end of the 30k, like, or do you see this as just a a nice gesture? Uh, and of course. The, the question that lingers as well is if, if they built this bespoke tool now, what, what was stopping them from building this bespoke tool three years ago? Well, I, I could easily tell you that, research and development. 
Like there's, there's a reason why the netcode is so far behind because CIG was literally doing research. They were literally experimenting, uh-huh. trying to figure out how to build what Chris Roberts envisioned for an MMO, getting everybody on the same server. How do we do that? What does that look like? What what sort of technologies are available that are that we could just build off of? What sort of technologies could we build ourselves? What's feasible using the current cloud computing technology? What's feasible using CryEngine? What's feasible using Google, Amazon Web Service? Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they spent, the, I, I, this is something I think I thought about after CitizenCon, after I had that, my very naive reaction, like, okay, Vertigo, let's say something about positive about CitizenCon. <laughs> like, we fi- <laughs> they finally have a direction, I think. They're fi- yeah. I think they're finally done doing research and development, and they finally figured out what's going to work for them. Mm-hmm. And I think they're finally starting to get to, to build that thing, or they've, they've, they're, they're, they've, they've been building that thing. Mm-hmm. They thought um, they're, done, they're done experimenting. They found mm-hmm. the 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 right formula. Now it's time yeah. to tool tool they, up the it, mass the mass production. Yeah. You know the mass production. mass production. There, um, yeah. and, 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 and there's a lot more moving parts in Star Citizen in, in a video game. I've said this before. I've I've worked on engines. There's a lot mm-hmm. of engineering that goes into building a a internal engine combustion. of any kind. Any, yeah. Internal combustion, any kind of yeah. internal combustion, even steam engines, which are external combustion engines. Yeah. Uh, there's 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 mechanical linkages and you have to make sure everything is at the right angles and whatnot or doesn't work properly it's valves and seals and whatnot all over the place um so there's a lot of planning that goes into this there's a lot of tight timings and data juggling and math that goes into it it's a lot more complicated and now that i think they're further along with server meshing and iCache, they can actually start building even these these little tiny tidbits though to to help save information i think iCache is coming along Mm-hmm. To the point where they're finally able to implement it. I think they said in one of the patch notes uh, that they were implementing iCache with yeah, this 3.15. It's in there. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's the so, so now that they have that in there, they can actually they actually have a framework to save, to put stuff, you know, like a, a, like a picture frame book. They have a, a little book full of pictures that they can put your snapshots into for your character and your inventory. So they don't have to figure out how they're going to save the data. That's why they haven't done this already, because how do we save snapshots? We, we, we know how to save stuff, but mm. how do we save that data? How do we not create a tool that we're just going to throw away in six months to a year that's waste our time? Well, you just wait for, you wait for all the, the foundational tech to get finished, like iCache and server mm. meshing. You wait for that stuff to kind of come along to the point where it's just like, oh, so, well, we already, we already know how we're going to save the data. We already know where we're going to save the data. We already have the framework to save the data. Um, we just need to be able to have a tool that does that mm-hmm. while we're waiting for the other tool that's going to do that later on. So, his, so his, that's, let me ask but, the, the question ahead. then. Let me ask the question for you then. Do you expect this tool to work effectively? I want to say yes. Okay. I, I want to say yes. But pragmatism I mean, and the fact that I've played Star Citizen a lot makes yeah. me believe that there will be growing pains. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I want to because... believe in you, Chad. I want to believe in your work, <laughs> Chad. But I've been playing Star Citizen a little too long, and there's always bugs. That's the one thing we know about Star yes. Citizen Alpha. Is there's there's always problems of some kind, and I I, I do believe, but we'll some we'll have a little hiccups here and there. We'll it'll affect people. Uh, mm-hmm. It could affect people like you may just the, the component bug may come back yeah. because you got you ship you got a snapshot saved during a crash. A 30k, mm. and then suddenly all your ships are missing their engines and thrusters, and you have to do account reset. Um, but that's why we have the account reset tool, in case there's these really big game-breaking hiccups. 
And that's why the insurance timers are really low. That's why everything is really cheap and missions pay out way too much. And there's no economic black holes in Star Citizen. And now that trade's working, thank God, we can earn even more money. So. Um, okay. Uh, Kemi, your thoughts on this. Is, do you think this tool... Uh, first off, why do you think this tool wasn't existed earlier? Hadn't existed earlier. And then second of all, like, what are your expectations for this tool? You think this is going to be an effective tool? Well, it, it didn't exist because they had to, to perform the R&D that was needed. And, you know, people say refactor. They basically had to gut the, the, the placeholders that was already out there that was causing the problem. So basically it was a refactoring of their code, uh, restructuring of the code to get it in an instance of that uh, in, in an instance that it will be ready to move forward into an MMO experience. Um, with that said, uh, what we were experiencing or what we continue to experience is the legacy code. Uh, what that means is it's no longer useful. It was a placeholder from the beginning when, uh, you know, you get, you get the uh, angst of uh, why are they taking so long when you have to create the company, bring in the personnel, and then give the fan base the, uh, the fan base something to work with. That way it, it resonates with CIG to see, okay, what do we have as a rudimentary gameplay mechanic? And then we can move forward uh, with building it on the back end. So you had a parallel of them giving us placeholders, uh, pretty pictures, and then you had the, the engineers on the other side of it, we're getting the code right. We're setting it in the mechanics. And so then they had enough of features and code in game to say, okay, now we're going to go clean and gut this stuff out. And uh, yeah, it's going to, before it gets better, it's going to be worse before it gets better. But I think with uh, the time period that they used to, uh, to actually look at the code and get all this stuff worked out, uh, now they're ready to move forward. And now it's more of a thing of, you know, it's, it's less of, the far-fetched of, of, of images, uh, the, the videos, and, and seeing, okay, we're going, to, we're going to go here, we're going to go there. It's more of now we're grounded now in this code. And especially I've seen, you know, with databases, uh, the reliability on uh, certain codes that will adhere to certain databases like SQL, SQL, uh, and the fact that they're taking this code and they're indexing it now. They know what these these hierarchies are. They know what these object uh, containers are. They know what these objects are uh, based upon where they're writing and scripting these things. So when you're talking about, oh, we had an error here, they know where it is now. They can go immediately in there and say, okay, we can, we have, and, and don't forget, they're building tools as well. So mm -hmm. now they can go in and clean this stuff up appropriately. But as far as going forward, they have a base on what they need and to move forward. I think for them, when we're talking for them and for us, what we're going to see is now with a cleaner and more agile code, now they're going to look at the servers itself and say, okay, with, with this better code that we're using, uh, that's, that's, that's adhering to a standard now, okay, we need to get the servers in sync with all of this, the server tick timing and things of that nature. And then we're talking about the, the true server meshing and these instances and these shards coming together, bringing that together to work in these instances when you spool up and you're, you're in these 
these other uh, instances of the server. But right now, they're not gonna, they can't do anything until the code is to a point where it's manageable. Is it gonna be perfect? No. Um, it's, 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 a, uh, it's a work in progress. I, better than that, it's better than a work in progress. It's a progression towards, uh, okay, I'm in an experience now, uh, I can go here, I can go there, and now they can track these things with the indexing and the stability of the items or, or the features in game. I know where you are. Now I can project that further out to other service, which is a pyro or a, another a, a Nix or something of that nature. So it's it's basically them uh, now saying to us, just hold on, just hold on a little longer, because once we have our code and everything, we get we get everything cleaned up, we can project forward and push this out uh, accordingly. And so. So when they're talking about, you know, recovery, that's the, that's the tier zero of that. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, it's not to a point where it's perfect. It's to a point where you may run into a 30K and you lose these items. And then they say, oh, we can reset things instantly with this particular object ID or this particular uh, uh, piece of code and say, oh, where was he in that instance? Where was she in that instance? Let's, let's spool it back up, put them back in. And when you're talking about, when you're talking about true persistence, for us on the gameplay level, it's about obtaining stuff. It's about uh, uh, looting this, uh, obtaining or finding or discovering that and not losing it. So with that said, you may get that 30K, that elusive mm -hmm. 30K. And then you say, okay, I got a 30K, but what did they say? If I go back into the game, I'm going to look and say, oh, wow, I still have my 2.5 million units of uh, United Earth credits. It's still there. And matter of fact, uh, my ship, maybe, I don't know where it is or it's stored somewhere, but the cargo is still on it. So you're seeing the tier zero of this persistence. Persistence means stability, but they're quite not... They're, they're not there just as of yet, but they have a means of returning said items that you procured uh, in the game. So mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're seeing a progression of them getting the code to work the way that they want, the way that we want to experience this game. Uh, so you just have to wait and see. When they say research and development, they're giving themselves a little space and uh, not hanging themselves on, on just saying, okay, it's going to happen or, or we're going to get it out tomorrow. No expectations. They're going to just say, we're going to keep it reality and say, mm. okay, it's research and development. But we see these changes happening now. We see where, oh, you're, you, can, you can have these looted items. You can keep them. They're stored. And even in, with your instance of where you place said items, that's, that's another tier zero of that. Your mm. items are over here. They're dispersed there. You go there. It's there. It's, gonna, it's going to be there. So with them working things out with their code, I think it, it sets the precedent for them to move forward. So it, it okay. will translate into persistence. So the question I have then on top of this is um, how well do you, you expect it to work in game? Um, I see it as, as far as itemized, well, recovery of items. Yeah. Recovery how effective of do you your think? State. How, do you how effective do you think it's going to be? Do you think people should be 
expecting this to just like never have to worry about 30Ks again? Is this something that will work 50% of the time? Do you think it'll, you think it'll, because it's, it is a brand new tech, you know, brand new thing yes. they're putting in there. Mm-hmm. How, how, how much, how much, how much, um, faith do you put into this, 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 this tool? I mean, it's, we well, haven't seen it yet, obviously, but. Well, your teacher, I'll say, I'll give it a, a B minus in this okay. effect. <laughs> okay. I'm going to so, give it a B minus. So you, th- Meaning, you think it'll work like oh, 80% returned. of the time, you know? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And I mean, that's going forward, you know, right, mm. not off the bat, but that's the, the long-term right now where they're going to push to get it. And okay. I think as they go forward further into the code, uh, because I still, I still believe that they're not done with refactoring, cleaning up things. Yeah. So of course not. Yeah. Um, from what I'm hearing from both of you is, uh, cause this is something that has been brought up a lot where it's like, how many times do we have tier zero? How many tier zeros of some new tool do we have? But from what I'm hearing both of you saying, it's like, we're done with tier zeros. We're done with, 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 um, I don't, I don't think we're done with tier zero implementation of like salvage refueling. No, but I mean, um, we're just getting, we're getting more tier zeros. Piled but we're not on top going, of us, but like we're not going inventory. to have, we're not going to have salvage version two tier zero. You know, we're not going to have, we're not going to see salvage come out and then suddenly get scrapped and everything changed over to a new, you know, no, I don't uh, think we're going to, th- I don't think we're going to see any more stuff thrown out. Um, okay. I, I bring up this point. I, I bring this point up. I, I, man, I bring this point up a lot now. Yeah. <laughs> back uh, two years ago, Todd Pappy said that they talked about the, why we're not getting any more missions back in like 2019 or something, 2018. Yeah. They're like, we just have to throw it all out because we're waiting for new tech to come in. And now we're getting underground bunker missions that have like friendly NPCs in it and they have spawn closets. Yes. Um, loot gener- we have loot packages and those underground bunker missions. We're seeing That's a it. lot more like I need to do the I need to do the delivery missions. I hear those are uh, those got reputations with them as well. Yeah. We're so, seeing reputation rewards. So we got a lot more a lot more of the foundation and walls have been put up and they're starting to put in the electrical, the plumbing for the house um the exterior stuff the roof is starting to come in <laughs> so we're, we may see t0 refueling mm-hmm. but once refueling comes in we're going to see just like mining where yeah. mining came in at t0 and then they added the great cat rock and then they added yeah. uh consumables for it then they added and permanent stuff you stuff, could attach yeah, yeah. and yeah. they added refining uh refining tier zero i guess you can call it but you know yeah. we're gonna get a refining ship at some point i think yes but we're not completely done with tier zeros, but we're not going to have the CIG put stuff in and just throw it completely away. We may have something like that with like hover mode. If the community finds something just absolutely unpalatable and we have a huge uproar about oh, yeah. some mm. particular gameplay, CIG will be like, okay, okay, okay. Let's, well, that was a mistake. We'll start over. We'll try something different. CIG may do that with us, but I think we're not going to see any major stuff brought in and then cig is like nah that was just a, that was just a, a placeholder kind yeah. of like arena commander where we're not seeing really any development for arena commander mm. this is like arena commander arena commander and star marine were a placeholder for the persistent universe we're starting to see more work on the persistent universe than we are star marine even though star marine and eh, arena commander they they do have new maps for them but they still mm. got a lot of issues these days but Really, everybody pledged for the persistent universe, so that's really where most people are, I think, are these days, which is a shame, you know? Like, there's mm-hmm. people out there who do enjoy Marine Commanders, people out there like me who do enjoy Star Marine. Um, but I didn't give Chris Roberts a bunch of money to make Star Marine, <laughs> the next Marine. battlefield. Yeah. I didn't, I, yeah. 
Okay. I, I didn't want to make Counter-Strike in Star Citizen. I didn't want to make Battlefield in Star Citizen. Those are nice ideas, but I gave them money to make Squadron 42 and Star Citizen the MMO. Yeah. Okay. Um, as far as my, my, my you know, anticipation is, like, why they didn't do this before, um, I didn't really think about the R&D stuff. So, like, because I personally, I was like, like, yeah, why didn't they do this before? If this is just something they whiffed up for, for this one patch. Um, the one thing I will say is it doesn't really matter. I didn't do this before. I'm just glad that they're starting to do things in the short term that helps gameplay. I think that's yes. the big thing to take it away is that before this, they were, they were so clung on to new technologies will come out and fix our problems that, <laughs> that they, that they just didn't bother fixing the problems that they had in games. Like, Oh, there's no prop. There's no point in fixing all this UI issues because you know, we're getting rid of flash and, and building blocks are going to come in. And so, uh -huh. but then it takes three years for building blocks to come in. So you have these issues for three years of just absolute garbage UI. And now that's starting to change. Same, but, same thing with shield techs, uh, yeah. with the sign distance field yeah. shields. Like there was yeah. a bunch of ships that had just terrible, terrible shield holes Yeah, that would just get torn apart. And then CIG would kind of patch up the shield holes. Then a couple patches later, those shield holes would just be right back. And they're just like, yeah, we don't care anymore. Like yeah. we, we've tried, we, it's just wasted. You're just putting more work after more work. It's just, it's pointless. You're wasting money at that time. Just wait for SDF shields. Yeah. But it takes but, like two years for that tech to mature. So, so I think I, I'm just glad that they finally listened. Like a couple things happened. First of all, they, they did the thing that everyone asked them to do for trading, which is just up the tick rates for, mm -hmm. for buying and selling. So when you buy things, you can buy large quantities and sell large quantities at once. So you're not sitting there for 10 minutes trying to sell things <laughs> at a console. Yeah. Um, and then they also are implementing a tool to try to help mitigate 30 Ks. And like, I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, I don't know if the 30 K, I don't think I, I have a, I have an optimistic outlook with this 30 K tool. Uh, yeah. I would say most, I am, Maybe maybe like a, like a ten percent doubt on my mind, but I would say I think it's going to be like a ninety percent effective tool if it works, if it c captures a snapshot. Um, yeah. If and, and if just because I was thinking about it like in terms of edge cases, like okay, so say I buy I, I spawn my ship, and or I buy buy the commodities in the ship, and I spawn the ship, and I get into the ship, and I start taking off, and the last snapshot was before or right when I purchased that those commodities. Well, it doesn't matter because the ship is still there. So it shouldn't be, it's in the ship, at least as long as it's, it, it, it put it in there. There might be a weird, weird situation with a snapshot was I'd spent the money, but the, the commodities hadn't gone into my ship yet. But that would be like, I don't know if that would even happen. There'd be a, such a weird, small edge case. Uh, or that, you know, this is where, like you said, Vertigo, like where you've, you've updated right during a 30K. But even then, I don't know if that's going to happen. So... I feel like this oh, is this going... is all speculation. This is yeah, but we don't know. Just this yeah. is this is more of my 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 one superpower that I have. Yeah. All is, okay. is is my my pattern recognition. I could recognize. I could see stuff happening over and over and over again. Yeah. And my pattern recognition and object permanence. Those are my two superpowers. <laughs> uh, okay. You're, so you're a toddler. Joke, Thank way. you. You're a toddler. Yes, I, yes. I got this that's as as. As someone who's yeah. who studied psych, child psychology, because the state made, made me do it, uh, I know that you are now advancing to the ages of five to ten. Congratulations, yes. Vertigo. Congratulations, yes. Congratulations. I, have the, I have the ability to recognize stuff that happens will happen again. And I have the ability to recognize that if you don't, if you see something and then it goes away behind it, behind something, it's probably, that object is probably still there. Um, 
So just going off by history with CIG, like I yeah. kind of feel like this tool could have some growing pain, some hiccups yeah. could happen with it. Of course, that's going to happen as Star Citizen, but it's a good, it's a good first step, I think. Um, if it works out, um, I, I don't think it's in the PTU just yet. I want to say it is, but I haven't noticed anything after the 30Ks that they lead were, me to believe it is. They were going to put it in on Thursday, but then they didn't make the cut. So it'll, yeah. it'll probably be on either Monday or Tuesday. But this is, yeah. people have asked before, like, oh, is this tool going to make it in? It's like, they're going to put this tool in. It's just in 3.15. It's just a matter of when in the PTU they drop it in. Yeah, so. when is it going to show up? It may, it may get held off to like 3.15.1. Hell, it may get yeah. held off to 3.16, which is in two months from now. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. If I had a superpower, I would say mine would have to be memory recall because <laughs> I remember the instance of Chad saying that uh, when he gave the instance of that that uh, video presentation of server meshing, and he did say that uh, 30K was going to happen uh, regardless. We will get a 30K. Right. Uh, and he said, with that, he said that you will get things uh, back, basically brought back to you and they'll spool back up. Uh, it, to the extent that if you're in a ship and you hit a 30K, it will recall you, put you back in that mm -hmm. same instance with your friends in the ship, and you'll go from there. You'll respawn in. Now, with that said, uh, with this, this, this verbiage of them, the R&D, I kind of believe that this is glass half full now. Mm -hmm. I kind of believe that with them moving forward and cleaning their code up, they're starting to see uh, more positive uh, side effects of them uh, refactoring and getting things aligned with their code. So now it's, it, it could possibly be uh, something beyond them going forward of just, you know, you're, you're, you're finding this 30K and you're spooling back in to the point where you might have a little glitch and you're right, the instance, you're right back in or you may have stability. But I think... The one element that's pushing all of this and why I say we're going to see this sooner than later is the fact that, here's my memory recall, Chris is mm -hmm. now in Manchester. Mm -hmm. And what, that, what he said with the fact that he's in Manchester, the priority is getting Squadron 42 out the door. And they need that kind of server meshing instance or some parts of that foundational tech in order to deliver to us Squadron 42. They need that. So it is a high priority for them. So we're seeing... A, a higher frequency of them getting the foundational parts into the game, uh, you know, the testbed arena commander, they can take a piece of that and start working with these ships, the vehicle experience team. And now they're talking about the edge cases of them uh, doing things with Star, Mar uh, Star Marine. You, you've seen it out there. Now they're talking about that to, to, to realign the FPS. So at the, at the top of it, at the top of the food chain, it's about Chris finishing Squadron 42 and Rich, Richard Tyra. There's that memory recall. Richard Tyra said, our new cadence, even though we have the things that we have on our plates right now with 315 and 316, our cadence is going to change. It's going to be about Squadron 42 and all those assets that align with the persistent universe. We're going we're gonna to reap the benefits of that. But mm. we're going to parallel our development more so closer to, to, to the bare metal that we're gonna get Squadron 42 out the door, but those assets that will be used and can be used in the PU, we're gonna see them more so much faster. So it's, hold, hold on to your hats. It's coming sooner than, than later, for sure. Um, all right, so I, we're gonna be moving into the question and answer session shortly, but there's actually a question 
that someone asked, which is, uh, which is, they didn't put it in there. They, this is, I guess they, they might be a little bit more cheeky, but they don't realize they've asked a, a very poignant question, which is, uh, why would they need server meshing for a single player game? And uh, let me explain something to you. Aaron Roberts, Chris's brother, who's part of Star Citizen, he has uh, he's some fascinating interviews. He doesn't do many interviews. When he does interviews, it's very interesting to, talk, to listen to him. His philosophy Aaron. of game development is very different from Chris's. Because for those of you who don't know, Aaron built um, for a long time, the, the his bread and butter, the thing that paid the paychecks, that, that paid the mortgage, was Lego, the Lego yes. games. Yes. And his philosophy with the Lego games was, the, if you notice, the first couple of Lego games that came out, the like the, the you know Lego Star Wars, Star Wars. Lego yep. the Lego Indiana Jones, all of those like the, the Lego Batman. Marvel, Batman, all of the, <laughs> all of those those Lego games, the early ones were a little basic, but the later ones had the same technology that was in the early ones, but more advanced. Yes, and Aaron's kind of philosophy was, we're going to build. A platform. We're not building a game. We're building a platform. And if we can build this platform properly, we can then just turn around and use the same platform, the same assets, maybe add a few assets here and there, but we don't have to kind of go from scratch to build another game and another game and another game. So the reason why they're using things like a server client relationship in a single player game is because they have to develop that for Star Citizen. So yeah. why why waste the uh, the double tools to build something completely? Yeah. From separate? my understanding, Paul, like they, I'm sorry to pull it actually no, on you. From my understanding, what they've said is that because Star Citizen and Squadron Forty Two share the same DNA, they have yeah. to have server meshing in some capacity. But it just it's just Star Citizen is 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 built for server meshing. Therefore, Squadron Forty Two is going to have some weird server tech, and they have to have server meshing. But they have to have a handcuffed version of server meshing yes. for squadron. It's, it's going to be a very cut down basic. They kind of almost kind of it feeds itself a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's the server is actually in your machine. The the game yeah. creates a server using your machine, and then your client is a separate instance in the in that it's server. Stream, yeah, it's going to stream and, assets to you. But but it's, it, you're, yeah. you're not you're not you're not actually well actually me. I think that's you, you're adding on to my point, which is like this: they're the same game. It built they're building yeah. one game. Why waste the assets to build two separate platforms if they're effectively and, the same game? And if so. Chris Roberts uh, wakes up one day and then Tony Z, Tony Zervik, and Sean Tracy, and Brian Chambers, and Aaron Roberts all come to him and say, hey, you know, Chris, uh, if we just make Squadron 42 online all the time, here's all the cool stuff we could do with it. And Chris Roberts says, yeah, sure, let's just uh, let's make Squadron 42 always online, and then we'll just have it stream assets from the server. I can, answer this with a question. I can answer this with a question to, to expand your mind on this one. Mm -hmm. Do you think, do you want to play the game as a single player with a number, with the way that Chris is, in, in, is envisioning Squadron 42? He's going to give you multiple capital ships. You're going to be able to witness multiple capital ships engaging each other. Mm -hmm. Also with single-seated ships going against the Vandal and slash pirates and or in that universe in Squadron 42. Do you think your client, your computer, can handle all of those assets? Do you think you can handle all that on your one computer? So when they talk about ship bind culling, that's a later piece of tech. 
they're also they're meeting you more than halfway so for the single player experience they're meeting you more than halfway they're going to stream those assets to you and it will allow your client or your pc to play it in a presentable way where it's, mm. it's not being a a, a, a snapshot of, 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 yeah. of assets flying across your face he's going to stream these these things to you the capital ships the uh the onboarding or the or should i say the, the the driller going into the side of your ship and then they're coming out uh the vandal and you're you're witnessing all this in real time so they need that streaming aspect on their server side to help your client, to help your PC. And then let me add this, the, the, the bit of reality to this is the fact that there's a shortage of uh, hardware out there. We don't have, yeah, we, we're chomping at the bit to get the new uh, chips and GPUs. Good luck in finding them, right? Mm -hmm. So it needs all the help in that regard to the current uh, state of, uh, a hardware that we have so that's why we are we have to have some sort of server experience to the single player because what they're, they what they want to deliver is is going to exceed our expectations they're not gonna yeah. they're not gonna hold back on half-ass anything yeah which is which is the reason why we're gonna start seeing a lot of tech crossover and a lot of tech that yes. doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense in in layman's terms as to why it's being yes. added in there is lots to do with that it's Going it's away. And yeah, it's, it's one of those things where like, it would be fascinating to talk to the engine folks at CIG for them to explain it, because I think they would be able to explain it better in terms of like why they're doing a lot of this stuff. Um, and because a lot of, again, a lot of these people who work at the engine team and a lot, a lot of people who work at CIG have made dozens of games. The, the most of the people at the engine team, at least, or not most of them, at least a, a large portion of the people who are on the engine team for Star Citizen built crytech cry the cry engine they built yes. 1.0 cry engine cry evangelist yeah so like they're they're the original people who built the engine so like they they're 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 doing something that they've essentially always wanted to do which is just go crazy yes. with the engine tech that they've been developing yes. so yeah, uh so yeah yeah so like you're going to see that a lot of that weird stuff so um yeah, that's just kind of a side thing toward this conversation, but I think we're going to wrap this up and move on to the question and answer session. Thank you so much for uh, for hanging out with us. So what we're going to do now is we're going to transition. I'm going to do a little outro um, for those folks who are watching on YouTube uh, and we'll the recording and then pause for a few moments for people to use the restroom, get to do what they need to, and then we'll move rolling right into the question and answers. So for those of you watching on YouTube, listening to us in podcast land, thank you for watching and listening. Uh, we do this live every Saturday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. And uh, I'd love to see you come in and hang out. Make sure that you're following and subscribed and uh, to Kemi65 and HD Vertigo on YouTube, Twitch, and all their other platforms. Um, and yeah, you can catch me live every Thursday, Friday, 9, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, and uh, Saturday and Sunday at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Twitch.tv slash TheAstropub. Um, yeah, uh, like I say every time, hope to see you someday in the black. Hit the wrong button. Pro streamer. <laughs> <laughs>